As we continue our celebrations of Wigile Whakatonga, we're joined now on Pacific Days by PhD student Ohila Moelangi Nai for a look at some of the Kupesi collection with Auckland Museum. Ohila was brought up with her nene in the village of Belehake in Tonga, who taught her about the history, design and uses of Kupesi. Ohila is a PhD student in visual arts at AUT. She is the recipient of a Springboard Award from the Arts Foundation, busy exhibitor, and has had recent shows at Papakura Art Gallery and Bergman Gallery on Newton Road. All of her work connects to Ngātu, Kupesi, and the teachings passed on by her beloved Nene. It is a very warm welcome. Malo Elele Uhila, and thank you so much for joining us. You've got your support system all around you there today. So thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, firstly, of course, being Tongan Language Week, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and where in the kingdom you're, you're representing this, uh, this afternoon. Um, Malo Lele, everyone. Um, Gupi Nongo Ohila. Um, Nongo Lele, my name is Billy Hackett. Uh, Tomataku. Um, yeah, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Very good. Uh, your your research, so a PhD student, and you're currently doing research at Auckland Museum. Tell us more about your research into uh, Gupesi, please, Ohila. Um, thank you so much for your questions. Um, my research here at the museum is mainly focused on um, wanting to know um, the history of the um, origin of where Kupesi are from. Um, so what that means is that I wanted to focus on taking apart um, the Kupesi board and really defining or looking into what that means or where it comes from or who made the Kupesi and how that relates to people, material, and also land as well. And so um, it is an honor to be here at the museum because I get to have this personal conversation with these Kupesi that are belong to our ancestors. And also um, it's so fascinating to see um, Kupesi that are made by different hands, which that carries on um, a similar story or similar history, but at the same time, they kind of like, they're different in their own ways. And so, um, yeah, so it's, it's been great to be here. And um, the Kupesi that I've been wanting to look into is, um, it's one of the Kupesi that we have here. Um, so it's kind of like, Looking specifically to what um to what the pattern tells or what the form tells or what the material tells and so that's um that's where my practice or what my PhD research is about. So being here at the museum really helped me um like I guess broaden the the question, but also um looking into outside of the basic that not only belong to my village but also to other village across Tonga, so yeah. Ohila, before you uh, show us more of the beautiful Kupesi, what is Kupesi? Yep. Um, good questions. Um, this is probably the second time that someone has asked me these questions. Um, Kupesi for me um, has been a long 
research or long journey and really defining what Akubesi means to me. Um, but um, from a conversation that I had with one of the elders back home in my village in Tonga, um, she defined um, she defined Kupesi, which also I agreed with is Kupesi is what holds um, the history of my ancestors or what carries the history or the stories about the past of um, my ancestors that didn't get to meet or I didn't get to have conversations with it. So Kupesi is it's a book itself or it's a tablet that could it's a written document itself, but in a term, but in a form. So instead of a written word, it um it comes in form. And so yeah, that's why Bobesi means to me is um it's just language itself, but in forms and shapes. Incredible. Yeah. With that, Uhila, please uh, show us some of the, the beautiful uh, Kupesi you have there and, and tell us a bit more about them, please. Um, so there are two here which I have that connection to or, um, or what brings out um, my research questions. And so it's this one specifically. So this one here, um, for me and what I see, is that the shapes of, or the kupesi or the form itself is it's, it's taken or is influenced by a plant called maile. And so maile, the way that it's been used in Tonga is that we use it for, um, as a garment around our waist when we do traditional Tongan dance or like performance. And, um, and so the way that I see maile is like, Within my practice, I see Maile as a form of um, my connection to the village that I grew up, or the connection between me and my grandma. Because my grandma would love to make, um, you know, this traditional garment around our waist, but also our as a necklace as well, like made, made out of Maile. And so, in a way of me sort of making that connection to um, how I see it is, yeah, so my life become a form of like, or an element that could remind me of a specific moment or relationship that I have with my grandma or my relationship to the village that I grew up in. So um, apart from the Mylet plant, we also have this pattern here. Um, so this, this pattern here is one of the patterns that I grew up watching my grandma used a lot in her tapa making. And so the um so I grew up learning more about it from the community and time also the elders in my village. Um so the Kupesi, the name of this Kupesi is Fatalala. And so um a bit of a story about it. Um it's just, this is what I've kind of learned throughout my research is that the Kupesi was actually designed and made for the double wedding of um Kunsalote, um, the Kunsalote the third. And so both of her sons had a double wedding on the same day. And so within the garment that they wear around their waist, um, this was the pattern that was printed onto the market that they were wearing. And so yeah, these two patterns it really brings out um 
the question and how a meta um, relate to the material or relations to land as well. So, yeah. Ohila, can you give us, uh, tell us more around the the patterns and the meaning behind the the patterns of the the kupesi, the the symbolism behind the patterns, please. Um, I haven't gone far into that part of my research, especially this one here on store and research and what that means behind it. Um, but for this one. Um, this one, it was just taken out of um, as a two-dimensional version of what the garment looks like when you wear them. And so my layer is just used as a plant for in terms of performance. So it's a material that we use when we do performance. Um, I don't know much in terms of background or in-depth about the meaning of each pattern, but that's um, that's how far I've gone with, um, with my research. So I'm still learning more about it, but yeah. I can see some writing on the two, uh, the two kopesi there. W what's the writing, please, on, on, on the two there at the end of the table, please, Uhila? And what, what does it mean? Yeah. Um. Ahau, ahau moi papa? Is one of them, is it? Yeah, so yeah, this one is Aha Moi Papa, and then this one is Goisisi Odaufa. Um, I haven't really gone much in depth into the text that we use with the Mankubesi, but most of the texts are usually used for as a way of commemorate um, the royals or someone that is really important within the village. Um, but this one here, Koisisi or Daufa, um, but what that means to me is, so Koisisi, so Sisi translate as, it's the garment that we wear around our waist for um, performance, like traditional um, Dawalonga or like, yeah, like performance in general. Um, but Koisisi or Daufa just pretty much translate as, is the garment of Daufa. I don't know who, who Daufa is, but um, but that's what the Gosisio is. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. You have other, uh, a Gopesi, which is darker. Is that, are those still made out of mele as well or different different material altogether? Um, so all the Gopesi are made out of um, the same material. Um, they are from the palm tree. So everything that you see here is all from the palm tree. Um, apart from hibiscus fiber, so that's the thread that we use to sew the material with. Um, but the darker one are the ones that has been used over time. So the lighter one, these ones are still new, they haven't been used a lot. But as for this one here, um, they've been using it over time. And so the ink and also the, the, the paste of um, the flower that we use, they're kind of like imprint on top of it. And so uh, when it get dry, so that's why most of them get darker, is that they, they've been used it over time. So, yeah. And what sort of age are we looking at for Kalpesi or how, how far back, you know, in terms of the, the, the age or, you know, historical mentions, if, you know, if you, if you will? 
I'm sorry, can you repeat the question again? What are the ages or the, the age of the, the kaupesi that you have there on the table? You said some are new and others older. Do we have an idea of the, the, the you know, how, how old these particular kaupesi are, Uhila? Um, we don't have the exception today. We don't have the exception today. So we don't know exactly how old which is the date they have been brought into the museum. Okay. And, um, yeah, Brian, we only have the accession dates for these, so they could be a lot older than what than, um, than that. So some, uh, I think they're all in the 2000s, but some are clearly older than, say, 2003 might be the earliest one here, but they're, they're older than that. So... Um, we just, where the accession date just tells you when it enters our catalogue, but it doesn't necessarily say how old something is. Ah, okay then. No worries. Thank you, Andrea. Oh, Sheila, uh, before, uh, before you go, we talked uh, in the introduction about your uh, nene. You know, when, you, when you're mm. doing your research and that, that, do you, you know, do you feel this connection, you know, like looking uh, or doing your research at the, you know, into Kaupesi and, and what that means? To, does it bring up memories of your time back in Tonga and, you know, just the, the, the mafana? Um, yes, it really does. Though. And so that's something that I um, I really do appreciate um, by seeing our craft face to face is that you get to have this personal connection with any the material itself, but as you said, it brings up the mafana and also like the memory that I've had with my grandma. Um, um, you know, especially the one that I talked about before is that it brings out the memory of we make together as a grandma and a granddaughter, but also um, especially this one. This one is one of her favorite ones where she will um most of her knuckle that I see growing up is that it's all it's like that consistent of like repeating the same pattern over and over and over again. And so um it's it, you know it does bring a lot of you know memories but also um you know just remind me of you know being a little kid growing up in Tonga. Um just this you know just this seeing the elders sit in the making table which is the Papa Anga and you as a little kid, you know, run around and just, you know, being a little kid and then, you know, like, but into, like, you know, having that connection in terms of like seeing myself as the elders sitting around the table and having this conversation about, you know, our craft that holds the stories of our ancestors. And, you know, it does brings up a lot of memories, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the histories that we often don't get, don't pay attention to. And so, um, it's always an honor, it's always, you know, um, appreciate the, you know, the labor that goes into making this craft because nowadays we really get to see that often. And so, um, yeah, I do appreciate seeing Kopesi like face to face, especially this up close. And especially Kopesi that are from, as Andrea mentioned before, you know, early 2000, but also um like late 1968 which yeah the date they have they've been brought into the museum 
Um, you know, just hearing those dates was like I was not born yet at the time, but um, you know, it reminded me of the story that um that my ancestor brought up about you know specific kupesi or like how they you know how they use kupesi as a form of craft to you know to hold the the richness the richness history of our ancestors. So um yeah so. Awesome. Love it. So. <laughs> my fun, my indeed. Uhila, before you go, of course, being a Wikilea Whakatonga, maybe a, a message to our Tongan community that are tuning in this afternoon in uh, Whakalea Tonga? Um, to all my Tongans out there, um, um, happy Tongan language week. Um, Happy Tongan Language Week indeed. <laughs> PhD student uh, visual arts AUT Ohila Moe Langi Anai Maro Opito to you and of course the rest of the incredible team at Auckland uh, Museum. Thank you all so much. Ofalahiatu. Malo Malo Opito.